Ozark Highlands Radio is brought to you by the Ozark Folk Center State Park in Mountain View, Arkansas, a wonderful way to enjoy yesterday. On the web at OzarkFolkCenter.com. Hey everybody, this is Dave Smith, host of Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome to our show. On this week's show, we'll hear music and interviews with California bluegrass and roots singer-songwriter, traditional dancer, and multi-instrumentalist Evie Layden and her band. In the vault segment, Mark Jones has found an archival recording of Ozark original Bob Strayer performing the traditional song Turkey in the Straw. And writer, musician, and traditional dancer Aubrey Atwater discusses the tradition of work songs in folk music. All that this week on Ozark Highlands Radio. The neo-trad kinetic folk music of the Evie Laden Band is a mingling of the deep Appalachian sound of clawhammer banjo, guitar, bass, and percussive dance. A lot of Evie's music stems from her early attraction to and study of the African roots of Appalachian music and dance. She created an African studies in dance major at Brown University, then studied dance in eastern Nigeria on a Fulbright fellowship. While myriad world and contemporary music influences permeate the band's choices, their style is still heavily influenced by traditional old-time music. Let's start this off with three of Evie's original songs, followed by a couple of Carter family standards. Jump up and go 
I've always, I've always danced, and I actually considered myself a dancer first and foremost. But I actually was uh, got hit by a car uh, on my bicycle when I was about 20 and uh, broke my leg up pretty bad. And um, so it limited the extent to which I could take my dance career. That being said, I started playing banjo when I was about eight years old. My first career out of uh, college was mostly as a dancer, and I would play and sing and all that for fun. And then uh, when I moved out to California, I, there there weren't that many rhythm percussive dancers. And I also knew like I couldn't really be in a real competitive environment. And so I started playing a lot more music and I fell in almost immediately with the group that became the Stairwell Sisters. And so I always dance in a show. And it's funny, I always start off a show with dancing because it just helps me relax. And I used to think that playing and singing and dancing all at the same time was just a party trick. And then I realized, oh, it's a really good party trick. And it's something that people are actually really impressed by.
especially if you play old time music, everybody finds each other. Not that long ago, we had a party in our house and there were people playing music all over the house. And our mechanic that, that we'd had for a long time, he came, he was at the party and he said, wow, you all should start a subculture. And I said, well, you're looking at it. like, <laughs> And I know that all over the country you can find pockets of people who play old time music. And inevitably there are people who say, oh, people don't do that anymore. But they do. They're all out there. It's just that with old time music, it's so much a participatory thing that a lot of times people are just doing it in their houses. They get together with other folks. So you don't always see it out in public. And old time music is my base. But I, like I said, I've been writing songs for a long time. I've always lived in urban areas, um, much as I love, especially this time of year, just I got to get out into the woods, uh, spend some time in a tent and just sitting around picking and playing. But our uh, my songwriting really spans the gamut. It, you know, I can play things that sound much more indie, um, but I compose a lot on the banjo, and I always like bringing it back home or taking it to different audiences.
Thank you. You know, we've traveled all over the world, and I find I'm often an ambassador uh, with Appalachian music because when I travel outside the country, a lot of people don't know that there is a traditional music in America because they get fed a lot of American pop music. So oddly, inside the country, people don't really consider me a real traditionalist, but outside the country, here I am representing it and teaching people about it and bringing my banjo and showing them flat foot clogging and teaching Southern Appalachian harmony singing Carter family stuff. And I do a lot of teaching and facilitating in that way, but in my own music, I do really like experimenting and I pull from my experience or the experience of what's going on in the world or politics or nature or things like that, or just like common human themes, um, which is, I feel like what country music is, it's telling stories. And the old time music was that too, you know, it's like, I can sing all those songs about coming across the ocean. You know, those were people, you know, singing of their experience. And so we should all be singing about our experiences. And I love carrying the banjo forward. Evie Layden Band, playing her original songs Jump Up and Go, Under the Waterline, and Dance Me, plus a couple of songs attributed to the Carter family, Going Across the Sea and the Bear Creek Blues. We'll hear more from Evie after this break and a quick trip to the vault to see my old pal Mark Jones. You're listening to Ozark Highlands Radio.
Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. You know, there's a lot of musical instruments involved in the Ozark music. A lot of folks around here play a lot of different instruments, fiddles, banjos, dulcimers, auto harps, mandolins, you name it. But there is an instrument that I don't see much around here, and I'm going to go down in the vault right now and ask my old pal Mark Jones if he knows anything about it. Come on. Well, hello, Mark. Hey, Dave. Are you doing okay? Well, I'm doing pretty good, and the knees are getting a little creaky on the steps here, though. Well, you better be careful, Walt. That's right. Hey, uh, um, I was thinking about an instrument the other day that I never see around here, and that is the old mouth harp, you know? One of those job harp or whatever they call them that's got a little metal strip in it. Oh, yeah, I busted my front teeth (laughs) out so many times just about. Yeah, it's hard on a guy with a mustache, too, where you get get a mustache hair caught in that thing. All tangled up, and you just want to call for help somewhere. Well, does anybody ever play them around here? You know, Dave, I believe so. Let me look around here, and I'll see if I can find something um oh here it is in this box over here with all the weird instrument (laughs) recordings yeah it's a mouth harp or ozark harp it's been called really and uh this is fella is from around here and uh his name is bob strayer uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever heard Bob, but I'd I'd sure like to play it for you since you asked. What tune is he playing? Turkey in the Straw. Well, let's see if we can recognize it. That's turkey in the straw, all right? It even sure put, is. Even put a little shave and a haircut there at the end of it. That's right great. Right there at the end, he yeah. polished it up, he did. didn't he? Well, there's something you don't hear much around here, the old mouth harp or Ozark harp, you said they call it. Right. Now, you can carry them in the front pocket of your overalls, and uh-huh. it's just you're not having to lug a big old bass fiddle around somewhere and (laughs) trying to play that. Well, it sure doesn't sound like a bass fiddle, does it? It sure doesn't. Well, thank you, Mark. That was very interesting. Well, thank you, Dave, for coming down. I'll see you later. Let's head back to the stage for some more music from the Evie Layden Band. Evie plays banjo in the old traditional clawhammer style, as well as guitar, and she was accompanied by Eric Pearson on guitar, banjo, and vocals, and by Keith Terry on bass and vocals. Well, come down from
I was a teenager, uh, Stefan Senders, had, who's a great banjo player, had done ethnomusicology research in Ghana, West Africa. And he came back to fiddle and dance camp and taught us some African rhythms and this light bulb went off. And I was like, oh, this is like, you know, so much the, obviously the foundation of the banjo. And I studied a lot about Africa when I was in college, because to me, here's a place where Music and dance is a part of social communication. And so much of my career, the education part of it, has been telling people about, you know, they say, oh, this is Irish and that's African. I was like, there's something that happened in the American South that's a product of this really unfortunate history, cultural history. And it's really difficult to deal with. But as always, art is the best thing that comes out of it. You know, art that comes out of pain and comes out of struggle and comes out of conflict. And that American traditional music, that's what that is. You know, they were not happy times and they were not easy times. And I feel like we can all relate to having difficult times. Turn, we're gone again. 
creating music. I often sit down first with Eric. Eric and I are both at home, and I'll bring it, at least on this, our most recent record, Caught on a Wire, I would bring the songs to Eric, and Eric's, uh, you know, trained uh, composer, you know, from, from his university training. And so he just has some real interesting chordal ideas and, and composition arrangement ideas um, that are outside what I, you know, was coming up with. And so... He'll give me some of that information, and then we bring Keith into the mix. And he, Keith often has uh, some interesting rhythmic ideas, and then also I think of it as like, you know, like the frosting. He just like, he'll come up with real specific arrangement or timing or uh, harmonic ideas that just kind of tighten it all up. So musically, um, what comes out is really a product of the three of us. Sunsets in the west, my heart. 
I love that we live in a really diverse environment. And I like the fact that I'm in different communities that don't really know the traditional music community, but they know me and they know me as a banjo player and a clogger even. And I don't know, I just feel like it bridges gaps. One of uh, Keith has a nonprofit called Cross Pulse that um, basically is has always operated under rhythm being the connector of cultures and he's always done intercultural projects and so when I moved out uh, to California he brought me into his quintet which is um, everyone's arts come from the African diaspora but you know there's uh, Afro-Venezuelan someone from Venezuela and a West African player and African-American spirituals and me with Appalachian and Keith bringing jazz and body music and everybody collaborates on each other's arts and so we bring this um now these days we bring it mostly into the schools and these kids see these people from really different cultures communicating with one another everyone plays and sings and dances and there's just been some beautiful crossover Oh. 
That was three more original songs written by California-born musician Evie Layden and her band. Evie started that set off with a medley of Down to the Door and Lost Girl, followed by Gone Again and Honey Lou. They finished off with an old Appalachian song, The Cuckoo. Let's take a short break, after which we'll hear from our old friend Aubrey Atwater. This is Ozark Highlands Radio. Welcome back to Ozark Highlands Radio. Writer, poet, and traditional musician Aubrey Atwater has been thinking about work songs lately. Let's hear what she has to say. Well, I'm going to sing you a little song like I used to when I was churning when I was raising my family. Peter at the gate, wait for the buttercake. Come, butter, come, come, butter, come. Peter at the gate, wait for the buttercake. Come, butter, come. Come on, Sally, come on, John. I'll make enough of butter if you all have some. Peter at the gate, waiting for the butter gate. Come, butter, come. Come, butter, come. Butter churning, cotton picking, hoeing corn, pounding wool, herding animals, hoisting sails, quilting, rowing, street vending, baby rocking. All are jobs that have used songs throughout history to keep rhythm, work together, ease boredom, organize rebellion, tell stories, or express joy. Work songs make up a deep part of American music and have laid down the roots for other genres, such as the blues and hip-hop. Here is a work song recorded at the Parchman, Mississippi State Penitentiary Cotton Plantation by songcatcher Alan Lomax in 1947. Lomax documented many prison songs because they were relatively easy to find in these captive environments. Street cries are short songs sung by merchants hawking their products in open-air markets. Here is a recording from the Lomax collection of a woman selling grapes in Spain in 1952. 
lumberjacks have a long history of occupational tales and work songs. In a hilarious spoof, the Monty Python comedy troupe got in on the tradition in 1969 when they wrote the Lumberjack song, poking fun at the extreme masculinity often portrayed in labor songs. I'm a lumberjack and I'm okay. I sleep all night and I work all day. He's a lumberjack and he's okay. He sleeps all night and he works all day. I cut down trees, I eat my lunch, I go to the lavatory. On Wednesday I go shopping and have buttered scones for tea. She cuts down Rowing songs were characterized by slow, plaintive, and often religious singing to maintain a steady tempo. From the Lomax archive recorded in 1960, the Georgia Sea Island singers sing Row the Boat Child, giving us a view of enslaved people rowing between St. Simon's Island and the mainland. Joanne and Rudy, come the boat child. Joanne and Rudy, come the boat child. Songs sung by enslaved African women may have reminded them of home, while others were enforced to theoretically raise morale and keep work in rhythm. Some sang improvised verses to mock overseers, express frustration, pass along wisdom, or share dreams of escaping. Bile Them Cabbage Down, also known as Woe Mule, sung here by Bessie Jones in 1962, is a well-known song originally associated with slaves brought from Niger. Sailors had a well-developed work song tradition for a variety of tasks, such as adjusting the rigging or raising anchor, often with call-response singing. Sailors were sometimes allowed to complain about working conditions in their lyrics because the songs were so useful. Here's a bit of the well-known sea shanty, Blow the Man Down, sung by the Jolly Rogers in 2016. As I was a-walking down Paradise Street, Timmy Way, hey, blow the man down. A Liverpool Bobby I chance for to meet. Give me some time to blow the man down. As he are a black Cowboys controlled horses and cows with songs and other soothing sounds, yodels, and shouts to keep the animals on track. Here, modern cowboy singer Skip Gorman sings Night Herding Song. I've circle herded and night herded too, but to keep you together is what I can do. My horse is leg weary and I'm mighty tired, but if it I lose you, I'm sure to. Industrial folk songs emerged in the 18th century as workers took familiar songs and adapted them to new work experiences, some even evolving into protest music. Gandhi dancers were railroad workers who sang in unison as they built and positioned the rails. Well, I'll stand on the corner of the mountain, grease my foot, little axe of grease, sliding them in, sliding them in, sliding them on, sliding them on. 
10,000 biscuit in my hand. Stop my way to the promised land before I'm eating. Lullabies, generally sung with gentle repetition, sometimes express frustration. Here are the Wainwright sisters singing Rosalie Sorrells' baby rocking melody in 2015. This is the day we give babies away with a half a pound of tea. Just open the lid and out pops the kid with a 12-month guarantee. This is the day we give babies away with a half a pound of tea. If you know any ladies who want any babies, just send them around to me. Finally, we finish with a joyous Scottish cloth worker's song, The Walking Song, sung by women rhythmically beating newly woven tweed against a table to soften it. Here is a group from the Western Isles of Scotland singing in Gaelic. Thanks, Aubrey. When this week's musical guest, Evie Layden, came to the Ozark Folk Center last summer, we were tickled when she pulled that open-back five-string banjo out of the case. There are a lot of clawhammer banjo players around here, and we love to hear what others are doing with it in other regions of the country. It turns out that she's a fine banjo knocker, and we love the way she uses it in her original music.
I love finding these pockets of Thank people you. that we all know that we can connect through music. We can connect through uh, various things about culture and family and um, and dancing together. And I also feel like music and dance is just so intrinsically connected. And over the course of my career, I've seen musicians dance so much less and people dance less together that I've kind of made it a mission of mine to teach not only adults, but also to teach children actually how to partner dance in in a healthy way with one another so that the whole th role of music and dance in a culture is to create a healthy culture that even if you have disagreements, and I've always loved this even in traditional music, you have, you know, people who are staunch blue and staunch red, and they're playing music together, and you find that common ground and I really like that space. I like the fact that people who I really would not agree with politically can really get together musically. Anytime you want to know 
lives down the road, down the road. I got a pretty baby down the road, down the road, down the road. I got a pretty baby down the road, well down the road, down the road. I got a pretty baby down the road, down the road, down the road. I got a pretty baby down the road, down the road, down the road. I got a pretty baby down the road, down the road, down the road. More good stuff from the Evie-laden band. They finished that set with a couple of road songs. I Got a Pretty Baby Down the Road and Ease On Down the Road. Before that, we heard another of her originals, Precious Days, and the set started with a little of The Blackest Crow. I hope you've enjoyed this week's show. Check out more about Evie-laden at her website, and you can find out more about us than you ever wanted to know at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. This is your host, Dave Smith. I'll see you next week. Ozark Highlands Radio is produced by Jeff Glover. Executive producer is Darren Dorton. Additional support for this program comes from Arkansas State Parks, a division of the Arkansas Department of Parks, Heritage, and Tourism, with 52 unique reasons to visit the natural state. On the web at ArkansasStateParks.com. The Committee of 100 proudly supporting the Ozark Folk Center State Park since 1974 and by Stone Bank with roots in Mountain View, Arkansas. Stone Bank is a proud supporter of heritage musicians and small towns across America with government-guaranteed loans for farmers, entrepreneurs, and communities. More information available at StoneBank.com. For information on upcoming shows and events, we are on the web at OzarkHighlandsRadio.com. Until next time, I'm Donna Farrar.